FOMO. My name is Patrick J. McGinnis, and I'm a FOMO sapiens. And since you're here, I'm going to bet that you are too. And when you're like us and Monday comes around, you don't dread the new week. No, you wake up every Monday morning knowing that this week might just be the best one yet. This is Faux Monday, the snackable show that starts your week right with hot takes, life hacks, listener mail, and even some FOMO therapy. Welcome to Faux Monday, the companion show to FOMO Sapiens. We will be back on Thursday with an episode of FOMO Sapiens. But until then, happy Faux Monday, best day of the week. I'm your host, Patrick J. McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and of course, FOMO Sapiens 24-7. Now, it is August, and on Thursday, we're going to have a double episode with a fascinating character, Max Rose. He was a congressman, then he led up COVID response for the Department of Defense under the Biden administration. He's running for Congress again, having lost in the previous election, and I met him uh, recently, and he, I just thought he was amazing because he's had this incredible career. He studied in these elite institutions and then did something unpredictable. He joined the military and he talks about his experiences there. Then he talks about what it's like to be in Congress. It's kind of crazy. There's a lot of FOMO, I found out. And he's just a very real person who I super enjoyed speaking to. So I think you're going to love really love those episodes. Now, in advance of our conversation with Max, so I want to do something a little different because it is August. We are starting August, and that means hopefully some vacation and some time to read. I just went on vacation in June, and I actually read and read and read, and it was awesome. I read uh, the follow-up to the book Election by Tom Parada. Remember Tracy Flick, if you saw that movie? I was basically her in high school, so I felt I needed to see where things end up for Tracy. The sequel to Election is called Tracy Flick Can't Win. Not a good sign, but I loved it. It was actually a good read, and, and it actually had a really smart ending. And I've been reading This Side of Paradise by F. Scott Fitzgerald, among other things. So listen, I don't know. I'm feeling nostalgic, I guess. But I did want to share with you my 10 books that I would like you to consider reading for summer 2022. And by the way, these are not all new books. These are some oldies, but goodies and some newer ones, but just like the, I guess the FOMO sapiens reading list as it were. So let's start. Number one, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Now Jay came on the show. He was one of my favorite guests in history, and I'm going to replay his two episodes at the end of the month because even FOMO Sapiens, the show needs a little vacation. So let's talk about Jay Shetty. He wrote this book called Think Like a Monk, and when it was sent to me, to be honest, I didn't really know who he was. So I got asked if he might be a good fit for FOMO Sapiens, and I looked him up, and I was like, wow, this guy has a huge following, very interesting. But, you know, I don't just take anybody on the show. Obviously, they have to be insightful and give us something that will, you know, address the needs of FOMO sapiens. So they sent me, his publisher sent me his book, Think Like a Monk. And I have to say, I read it in a day, not because it's short or, you know, really a breezy read, but because it just had a lot in it and I just wanted to get through it. So it's really about the, he kind of takes the Bhagavad Gita, which is the ancient wisdom of the Hindu religion, and he modernizes it and gives us a, an approachable way to think about it. And then he talks a lot about meditation. And so I learned a ton from the book and we talk about it in the podcast episode, but it did very well when it came out. And it's an interesting story, actually. It got delayed because of the pandemic. It was meant to come out sort of mid-2020. ended up coming out later in the year. Jay had a fantastic, fantastic uh, 
sales number. And, you know, now he's kind of everywhere, but the book is worth a read. And so go check it out. Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. Number two, going into the vault here for a an author that I had on the show a number of years ago, but her book is just so timely. It's kind of timely always. It's evergreen. It's a book called Ask for More by Alexandra Carter. Now, Alexandra Carter and I went to college together. So she was like the, she was kind of like a Tracy Flick, actually. Sorry, Alex. But, you know, she was like running student government and I just thought she was the most impressive person on campus because she was. And then she went on and got her law degree and now runs the Mediation Center at Columbia University. And she wrote this book about, it's really sort of targeted at women because women oftentimes in negotiations, they don't get what they should get. And so she really kind of targeted the book at women. But I read it and frankly, I found it very relevant for me and I use a lot of tips. And I have to say, it's been incredible because in negotiations, I have succeeded in getting much better outcomes than I had before. And so Alex, just your book is fantastic. So check that out. The book is called Ask for More. And if you want to hear more about Alexandra Carter, you can go back and find the episode I did with her in the past. She's just super insightful. And that book has just been one that I have recommended to so many people. FOMO. Tudo bem, meus queridos FOMO sapiens. Now that right there was Portuguese. And as you know, I love speaking foreign languages, but I'm not alone. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off that list with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Now, FOMO Sapiens, you know I speak four languages, and it takes work to stay on top of them, especially with French. C'est difficile. But with Babbel, I'm able to practice practical conversations that I can actually use in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, or delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you improve efficiency by bringing all major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. And with rising prices everywhere you look, you got to do the math and save money. Good news, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. So head over to netsuite.com slash FOMO. That's netsuite.com slash FOMO. netsuite.com slash FOMO. FOMO. Now I'm going to go back to my own summer reading from days past or years past. When I was in business school, uh, one thing you should know about me is I showed up to Harvard Business School really not understanding finance and accounting. Seriously. I had worked in banking, but I knew how to mechanically do things, but did not understand the theory and the why. And so in the first summer after business school, I realized, boy, this is really holding me back. And so I read two books. 
that I found to be very insightful. Now, one of them, I'm not gonna give you the title because you can just find it anywhere. And that is just a basic accounting textbook. I read an accounting textbook, I learned a ton, and it really made me better at what I do. The second, though, is a book called Valuation. It was published by McKinsey, and it's the author is Copeland, among others. And that is just a book about how to value companies. And it's it's a, a very interesting book. I mean, I don't know how you make that topic kind of a page turner, but they did. I read that. I was in Prague interning at a, at a cable company, and I used to read it every day because I really didn't have much to do. And I learned a lot about valuation. It's kind of theoretical, but kind of practical. It's really interesting. It's really well done. It is sort of the gold standard for that kind of book. So go check it out. Valuation by Copeland, published by McKinsey. All right, number four, also a past guest, of the pod. And by the way, they're not all going to be, but some will, because these are just, I read these books for the podcast and I like to choose some of the ones that I thought were particularly insightful. A book called Chasing My Cure by Dr. David Fagenbaum. So he was my season premiere a couple seasons back. I read his book. Basically, he died something like five times before the age of 30. He had this crazy rare illness. He figured out how to cure it through his own work because he was a medical student. So he actually just sort of like embarked on this journey. And it's a book that really celebrates life and how David kind of persevered. And it's a beautiful book. When I read it, I didn't know him. I had seen it on Instagram because a mutual friend had posted it. Actually, the wife of Luke Holden, the CEO of Luke's Lobster, who's been on the show as well. And I was interested. I reached out. They sent me a copy. I started reading it. I was on the subway in Brooklyn. I'm, I was crying. People were looking at me like, what happened to that poor guy? He's crying his eyes out because the book is so beautiful and so thoughtful. And it's a page turner. And David came on the show. You can go check that episode out as well if you want to hear more and say, sort of see if you, it's for you. But I, this is a book for everybody. It's inspiring. And he's just been an incredible advocate. And so definitely think that David's book, Chasing My Cure, should be on the list. Number five, let's get into business here. Ask Your Developer by Jeff Lawson, the founder of Twilio. He also came on the pod. And what I love about Jeff's book is it's really about the idea that, you know, there doesn't have to be a line between the business side of a business and the tech side of the business. And like business people need to understand what tech people are doing and how they think in order to have an effective communication and make that relationship go right. And so he explains to you exactly how to think about that. And that book for me has just been so valuable and talking to people who are far more technically savvy than I am. And I got to tell you something, every business these days has technology people in it and they are oftentimes misunderstood and their skills are undervalued or people just think that they're like these mad scientists. It's not like that. So Jeff's book lays out how to think like a tech person, how to talk to your developer, how to get the most out of those relationships. And it is kind of indispensable for anybody who's building a business in tech. FOMO. FOMO. Next, number six. Oh, this is such a good one. If you want to get deep on the beach, Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. So this was a book that I heard about. I guess I might've heard about it, but I'd never read. But early in the pandemic, a friend of mine mentioned it to me. And he said, this book is the book you got to read right now because it is a book about the sort of what we can get out of suffering and Viktor Frankl wrote this book, and it's short, by the way, it's like 120 pages. He wrote this book after having lived through the experience of being in a concentration camp. And he basically, what he says in, in, in the sort of basic, and by the way, there's nothing basic about this book, but what his point is, is that human suffering has meaning. 
And so when we're going through terrible times, we can search for the meaning in that. And so I read that. I actually gave it to my mom and several other people who all found it to be incredibly profound. And a book, I like to think of it, it's like a little like cheese. You don't eat all the cheese in your fridge in one day. You have a bite one day, a bite the next day. At least I try to do that. So this is a book that I would read three or four pages, and then I would return to it a day later. But it's a book that everybody should read. It's really a manual to human existence. Now, number seven, along those lines, another book that I read actually right before 2020, it's called Flourish by Martin Seligman. It's basically a, a very comprehensive and user-friendly guide to positive psychology. Now, positive psychology is something I thought was just like woo-woo, but it really is the science of human happiness. And there are all kinds of very easy, actionable things that you can learn in that book about how to make your life better and happier and more successful, just little habits and practices you can pick up. So Martin's book is really good. And he really substantiates it with the science, which for me, that kind of made the whole thing click because I'm a little skeptical sometimes about some of this stuff. And I just felt a lot more comfortable that this stuff is real because it's science-based. Now, number eight, pick a fiction. Pick something that you love. As I said, I am reading right now This Side of Paradise. I also, of course, my favorite book is To Kill a Mockingbird. Find that book that you read way back in the past. Reread it. Something that you read as a kid that had an impact on you and see how you process it as an adult. I find it very comforting to read books like that because you know it's coming, but then you super appreciate just reading it over again and these characters you love, you go back and visit with them and you know they are there and they've changed because you've changed and so you have this wonderful interaction and 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 so that that has been something I do all the time. Another book I, I love to reread is Bright Lights Big City by Jay McInerney, who's my, he's another favorite, one of my favorite books. And finally, this is, okay, shameless self-promotion alert, nine and 10, Fear of Missing Out and The 10% Entrepreneur by yours truly. I know, I know, that's terrible. But if you haven't read them or you read them and maybe now you're looking for some new ideas or thoughts, reread them, check them out. You can find them, you know, wherever good books are sold, probably also where bad books are sold <laughs> and you can get them on audiobooks. And uh, I, I like to think that the 10% entrepreneur in particular, as we go into a weird recession, could be interesting and fear of missing out. Of course, now that we're back in a crazy times, there's so much stuff going on. You need a, a sort of a, a manual for being decisive. So check those two out. All right, just to recap, Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty, Ask for More by Alexander Carter, Valuation by Copeland and McKinsey, Chasing My Cure by Dr. David Fagenbaum, Ask Your Developer by Jeff Lawson, Man's Search for Meaning by Victor Frankel, Flourish by Martin Seligman, A Nice Fiction That You Love, and Fear of Missing Out or The 10% Entrepreneur. All right, everybody, that's my list. There are so many more, by the way. I just kind of went top of mind about the ones that I thought might be you know, sort of actionable for you, but there are so many more. If you look back over FOMO sapiens in the past, there, there's tons of people who've written books. So that can also be a, a guide, figure out what you're trying to solve for and then find a book behind it. But go check them out. Make sure you apply your sunscreen and happy reading. And of course, we'll be back on Thursday with Jay Shetty. So until then, take care of yourselves, FOMO sapiens. FOMO. If you like today's show, please be sure to rate it and recommend it to your friends. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on the web at FOMOSapiens.com or PatrickMcGinnis.com, where you can get all kinds of free resources to live a more decisive and entrepreneurial life. FOMO. 
Want more FOMO Sapiens and FOMO Monday? Head over to FOMOSapiens.com where you can listen to past episodes, learn more about the show, and find out how to advertise. You can also connect with me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis and on Twitter at PJ McGinnis.